Hey friends, this is Anna with Identity Based Nutrition, and I created this podcast to help address some of the questions that have been coming up in the sessions with my clients and in chatting with friends, and it's around how to navigate the holiday gatherings and parties that we have during this time of year. And there can be a lot of relational and social dynamics that can be difficult to navigate, as well as trying to stay healthy during this time of year and finding yourself maybe stuck in an old pattern, an old mindset of, um, well, I'm just going to try to get past the holidays and and do whatever I can, and then I'll start the diet in January. And that's the, the social norm. And um, that's what uh, we've sort of been programmed to think in terms of, of doing. But I want to see if I can help you navigate the, the next few weeks of parties and gatherings where there's food that may not be in alignment with your intentions and, um, and see if I can help um, bring a little bit more peace and freedom and lightness to your experience so that you can really enjoy the this holiday season that's meant to be fun and connected and a great time of year. And um, if you're eating, you know, a friend of mine calls it crap food. If you're eating crap food during this time, um, confusing foods, and you're staying stuck in old patterns on an emotional level, it's uh, it, it continues to create the same pattern for years to come. But if you're willing to possibly integrate some of these keys and make a few small shifts Um, It can create such a better experience for you during the next few weeks and then create new patterns for uh, for your mind and for your body for future years. So I just want to give you some of those keys and the things that have helped me personally in navigating the holiday gatherings, what to do with the social norms and the peer pressure and people are eating this and you don't want to make them feel bad and... Um, you don't know what to do whenever you feel uh, emotionally charged by something that someone says. They say something, grind your gears, you feel emotional, and then you want to overeat or you turn to the food to take your stress response down. And, you know, as you can tell, it can just be a downward spiral unless you know how to be emotionally intelligent and you know how to be nutritionally intelligent. And, um, you have all of that capacity within you. So I just want to give you those keys. So, um, one of the things I want to state first is what is going on during holiday gatherings, whether it's with coworkers or a family or friends is often there are, um, relational dynamics that we may or may not be aware of that are, if you're familiar with my work, our, what I call our subconscious mind, our, our feelings and our memories and the, the part of our minds that's the 80 to 95% part of our minds, our feelings and our emotions that are kind of underneath the surface. They're like the iceberg underneath the surface that's really big, um, and but we may not be consciously aware of them. But we feel triggers around this time of year a lot because, you know, we're around family maybe that we haven't seen in a while. And sometimes those brings up, that brings up old triggers from the past or, um, where we're trying to, to make some changes and we're really wanting to transform into more of our truest self. And we feel like we get stuck back in these old patterns or, or friends are not used to the changes that are taking place and, and they're uncomfortable with it. And so we feel that discomfort and then we want to pop right back into the comfort zone. 
So there can be a lot of emotions going on. And when the emotions are high and when you're triggered and you don't, you're not consciously aware of the trigger, it's very easy to overeat. And it's very easy to overeat on foods that are stimulating because they press down the uncomfortable emotions or they kind of light up the, um, the part of your brain that is in charge of the happy chemicals. It, it releases endorphins like, you know, serotonin and, um, dopamine, the feel good hormones in your brain so that you don't have to really feel some of those negative emotions or those triggers, the food kind of kind of stuffs it down for you. And so that's what often can be happening. Because remember, sugar is about as addictive as cocaine. And processed foods are made um, with all the chemicals and things that are in them. And because they're very familiar to us, they're, they're made to be very addictive and, and stimulating in certain ways. And so this is where... Um, you know, holiday parties and gatherings can kind of be a minefield um, to sabotage your health when um, there's there is a way out. So I just want you to understand that underneath um, making good food choices, there are a lot of emotions that you may or may not be aware of. Just to the extent that you've either been a client of mine and, and done some of this work, or you're you know emotionally aware of um, what's going on in your subconscious mind and the triggers and you know how to work with them. Um, So just even knowing that and knowing that at your deep core level, we're all all craving connection with each other. We're not so much craving foods, we're craving connection. And if we're not really getting that connection from the people that we want to get it from, we're naturally going to want to turn to something. So that could be alcohol, it could be food, it could be, you know, um, kind of an addiction to social media or TV or whatever it is. It's, it's the deep part of you really wanting to find that connection. So I want you to just understand that so that you don't blame yourself or, um, or, or make yourself wrong for feeling these things. The more you understand, the more that you can work with that self-understanding. And uh, then I'm also going to give you some other tools as well. So hopefully that helps. So I'm going to give you the three keys to navigating the holiday gatherings and parties. And some of them are practical and some of them, well, they're all practical, but some of them are more on the emotional level and some are more on the physical level. So the first thing, number one thing, and probably the most important is before you go to a holiday party, the best prep work that you can do is bring your, your nervous system, your body to a place of peace. And this is what I mean. Um, those of you who know EFT tapping um, or know how to, you know, have a have a practice that helps bring your body from a stress response to a relaxation response, whatever that is that works for you, do that. Even if it takes, you know, two to three minutes, even if that's all you have. Um, this is why, and I'll talk about it in a minute. This is why EFT tapping works so well because it's so fast. But when you are entering into a holiday party or gathering from a stress response, you're already set up to not be centered and aware of your own emotions and aware of the situation and aware of what's going on in you. You're in kind of like a frazzled survival mode. And, and you know, it's, it's so normal in this culture for us to kind of live in that frazzle mode. Um, but if you can take just a few minutes, even when you get there, like head to the bathroom and do a little bit of um, deep breathing to calm your whole nervous system down, then you'll actually be able to enjoy the experience with more presence and more connection. 
You'll be able to make the choices with the food that you want to make. You'll be able to connect with the people. You'll be able to um, feel the peace inside of your body, which is what you're really wanting. You're wanting to feel um, peace and connection and joy and fun and and you know just playfulness. And so this is a this is the the most important key because remember that everything that happens externally that manifests externally all begins in your deeper self, your inner self. It starts in your mind. So I'm, I'm going to quote Dr. Joe Dispenza. He talks about how your personality becomes your personal reality. So your personality, meaning your thoughts and your feelings and your self-beliefs and all of those things that create this chemistry inside your system, that actually manifests into your reality, what happens externally. So if you start with your internal self, if you start with working with bringing your body to a place of peace, that place of peace will be will kind of almost ripple effect emanate into your external world. And this is just a good reminder that we we are so much more powerful than we know. We have the capacity inside of us to create um, a reality from a place of peace and from a place of love and from a place of our, our truest, deepest selves. And we can do that in these situations, but it has to start first within. So on a practical level to do that, Again, if you know EFT tapping, that's a very fast way to bring your body into a place of peace. I recommend to my clients, don't worry about what to say, tap through the points and take deep breaths and do that for about two to three minutes until you notice that the emotional charge dials down to about a two or a three on a scale of zero to 10 and just tap because remember what this is doing is it's, it's taking your mind from a stress response to a relaxation response. And then once the stress response dial down, dials down, then in your mind's eye, create the, the, the um, envision, I think is a better way I want to say it, envision what you want to see happen, how you want to feel as you interact with people, how you want to feel as you decide the foods that you want to eat, how you want to eat those foods, maybe slowly with presence and and um, just being able to fully enjoy the experience. And when you do that, you're sending your subconscious mind the picture, and then your subconscious mind works for you and not against you. But we're usually sending our subconscious mind the picture of, you know, making the wrong food choices and being frazzled and, you know, all this stress, and that's exactly what we get. So when we're working with our mind to create that new reality, um, it's very, very powerful. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. And um, there's so much more I could say on that. But deep breathing, tapping through the points, that's the one I recommend. And you can even do it in the middle of a party. If you get a little frazzled or someone says something that grinds your gears, head to the bathroom or head to your car for a moment and then recenter and come back in. And um, this is helping you rewire your mind into that relaxation response. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is remember on a practical level, don't deprive yourself of the fun and of the foods. Always think in terms of replacing, trading, confusing foods for congruent foods. So we don't want to send our mind or our body the message that 
a healthy life means deprivation because it doesn't. Um, I feel like I live a very decadent life, even though I don't regularly eat confusing foods. So remember, you can have it all. You just have to know how to do it. So don't deprive, replace, always trade rather than a confusing, you know, some confusing foods. Um, we want to trade it for congruent foods. So that brings me to number three, which is bring the congruent foods with you. Even if it seems a little weird at first, it's okay. Transformation feels a little uncomfortable at first because the subconscious mind isn't used to it. But once it gets on board, it becomes the norm and it's um, and, and the, you, the uncomfortable feeling starts to just head out. So, so go ahead and just bring those congruent foods with you. So for me, two things I always bring to like gatherings or family gatherings um, that really has, works for me, if I'm not sure if there's going to be something there, like say there's like a potluck and everyone's bringing something fun and I'm like, I'm not sure if there's going to be anything there that, that I feel comfortable eating or maybe very few things, I'll always bring um, a veggie dish that is satisfying and, and sounds yummy to me. So this might be roasted veggies like sweet potatoes and butternut squash and Brussels sprouts or cauliflower mash or something that, that, that makes me happy that I know will be satisfying and kind of warm and comforting, especially during the holidays. And, and usually it's cold outside and you want something warm. Um, or if you, you know, if you love big salads during this time, bring a big salad, but make sure that it's really hearty and that you're looking forward to it. And then I always bring something sweet that's congruent that I enjoy. So this could be like raw chocolate truffles. One of the recipes in the, my tuning fork cookbook, there's a lot of really good ones in there that are congruent sweets because sweets are usually a big thing for people. And, and for some people, they're not really into sweets, but they're into like the salty stuff. So you could bring like a savory, salty type of thing that is more congruent um, so that you're not you're not needing to be deprived. You're just replacing, and you're and you will um, you you will also give the opportunity to the other people there that that really want to take care of their health. Um, you provide the opportunity for them to do that too. So it it's a positive ripple effect. Um, and if you don't have time to make a dessert. Um, you know, head by a, a health food store. I like to drop by natural grocers here in Lubbock, and you can do that if you live here. Pick up some, like, Hail Mary macaroons or a dark chocolate bar or something that that you... So you have a little stash that um, is congruent, and you can still join in the fun and not feel deprived. Okay, so those are the three keys. Number one, bring your body to a place of peace. Work with your mind first so that you've set your vision on what you intend. Number two is don't deprive, replace. So you always want to trade confusing foods for congruent foods. And then bring the congruent foods with you. Um, Whatever fits um, for you, just... You know, find out whatever it is that you want. You'll find your own little sweet spot. I'm just kind of giving you an example of what I typically do. And in closing, this is something that's super important to remember is that um, as you are transforming and as you are stepping into the, the truest, healthiest, most vibrant self that you want to be, you cannot wait for other people to give you permission to take care of your body in a way that fits for you. You are the only one that can do that. And sometimes we there's some fear, and there, this can be a big blockage for people, and I find that when I'm working with clients, that this is a biggie that comes up, and it came up for me. Um, because we're all wired for connection, um, we tend to 
want to kind of stay at the common denominator. So, so if everyone around us is eating crap food and we're trying to do something different, it, we don't want to make them feel bad if we, if we rise to a new level of taking care of ourselves because we're afraid that you know people are going to make fun of us or we're going to make them feel bad about themselves or it's going to be condemning or judgmental to them. And that blockage right there can, can really sabotage our intentions to be our healthiest, truest self. And so that is something that can be sorted through and worked through, but even just the knowledge that it's that that that's a blockage number one and number two that it doesn't actually help anyone if you really think about it for you to live in less than who you are for you to stay in the common denominator your rising above is actually an inspiration for people to really move forward and um, if you wait for other people to give you permission to do that it will never happen and then we wind up feeling kind of resentful for people holding us back when that's actually our job to, to move forward. We're the only one that can make that decision. So, and you're not really making anyone else feel better by what you eat or don't eat. They might feel better or worse by what they eat or don't eat, but it actually doesn't affect them. It only affects you by what you eat or don't eat. And um, so really, really have... A, an honor for your system by by um, realizing that you are worthy and valuable of feeling good inside your skin for the entire Christmas holiday and or you know um, the whole entire holiday season all the way from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's all the way through that that what you really want is to feel good inside your own skin and that's the reason that we take so much time to work on our health is because we want to feel that. Uh, that that vibrancy and that aliveness inside of our own skin and that connection with people. And when we have these confusing foods weighing us down, it's so much harder to do that. So um, remember that taking care of yourself in in that in this life giving way, you, when you do that, you're actually going to enjoy the holiday parties and the and gatherings more when you're doing what feels good for you you're you're moving your body regularly you are taking time to get enough sleep you're eating the congruent foods um, you're doing whatever mind work whether that's you know the EFT tapping or the emotion code or meditation whatever fits for you time with god however this works for you the time to really get centered you will be able to enjoy this season so much more. So I hope this has been helpful for you and I hope you have an amazing holiday season and I will speak to you again soon.